Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Restaurant announcements are everywhere in Nashville as one new food hall opens downtown and announcements are made with an East Nashville concept. Plus, will this be a record-breaking year for Nashville tourists? We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. So over the weekend, there was two interesting traffic stories. Uh, One happened in Franklin and one happened near Mount Juliet. Uh, And guess what happened, Aaron? You you told me about the Mount Juliet one. So start with Franklin one, because I I, I don't believe I heard that one. The same thing. Somebody. somebody, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Somebody somebody flashed a gun at somebody else passing by because of aggressive drivers and stuff. Uh, But the Mount Juliet one. The person that uh, flashed his gun was actually almost arrested immediately after the situation happened. Wow. Crazy, crazy story. You can find the entire story in our show notes on Fox 17, (laughs) I believe. Uh, The one in Franklin, they're still looking for the suspect that flashed his gun. Oh, Uh, wow. But it's a very common occurrence happening here in Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. I got to protect that. Protect that car. Flash that gun. Uh, all right. So, uh, food is going to be, uh, the, one of the themes that we are bringing to you today, uh, which, uh, you know, so if you have not eaten yet, you might as well go ahead and start, uh, start cooking cause or, you're going to get hungry or driving to one or, of these. or driving to one of these places. You're, yeah. you're going to get hungry. Um, and then later on in the episode, uh, we have some, uh, uh Stuart and, uh, and myself's prediction on, uh, Nashville and the number of tourists that may be coming to the city this year because uh, it was very interesting when we saw an article the other day that basically said uh, there were some experts who were saying we may break the 2019 record of 16.1 million people coming into Nashville and that's I, I don't think that that's the case but we'll talk about that on today's podcast unless there's a lot of road trips unless there's there's got to be a, a lot of road trips to beat 2019 so but don't forget we were almost out of gas as an entire country for two weeks so there's also that. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's go into nashville food uh so what we are seeing right now uh one food hall has opened in downtown nashville we'll talk about that here in just a second but another concept restaurant uh, we've got an update for that in east nashville uh it's a concept called the wash and uh, it's basically taking a former car wash and turning it into, uh, I can't remember the exact name of these. Ghost kitchens. Ghost kitchens. Thank or, you. Or micro kitchens. Ghost or micro kitchens. Uh, and uh, basically you just pull up to, to these places, grab the food that you need, a few picnic tables out there, and, uh, or, and you take it home too. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. So it's going to be on Gallatin Pike, or uh, it's right off of... Gallatin Canada Avenue. Avenue, yeah. It's so uh, many... <laughs> it's almost indistinguishable for, for those. Gavin, I thought that was Gall- uh, Gallatin Pike at that point. I don't know. It's both the same thing. Uh, this is <laughs> opening in August, and this is a concept from our friend Tyler Cobble. Uh, it's really interesting. They're taking six bays of the car wash and converting them into either these micro kitchens or ghost kitchens, however you define it. Yep. So... Uh, it's a collaboration between, like I said, Tyler Cobble of Hamilton Development and uh, Jamie, I believe his name might be uh, Pfeffer. 
Pfeffer. Um, kind of looks uh, like Heifer, but Pfeffer. Uh, of uh, Pfeffer Torday Architecture. Uh, so the, here's an update on what restaurants are going to be uh, inside of this concept, and they're they're kind of broken down into bays. So Bay One is going to have a restaurant called Two Pervarian Chefs. Uh, bringing authentic Bavarian cuisine to Nashville. Uh, they were once a food truck, but now coming to a full-time restaurant, which is great for them. And they serve pork belly sandwiches. And, mm. man, my, my the best pork belly sandwich I ever had uh, was somewhere in Colorado. I can't remember the town. It wasn't Silverton. It was, like, near Silverton. And, uh, man, this sandwich was indescribable. It was so good. So, Bay? So, I'm hoping <laughs> this pork belly sandwich is good. Bay 2 is going to be a restaurant called Soy Cubano. Soy Cubano is a new Cuban food concept focusing on traditional Cuban sandwiches and dishes merging South Florida favorites with a twist on Latin cuisine. So what a great concept. And, and even the wash provides a lot of opportunities for these concepts to start up without having the expense of a full brick and mortar restaurant, which is great. Yeah, it's cool because you have seating outside with the picnic benches and everything. Uh, the next restaurant in Bay 3 is going to be called The Pokey, uh, which is going to be serving Hawaiian-originated pokey bowls with a twist of Japanese ingredients and flavors. Yeah, so a variety of healthy toppings with fresh fish. The Pokey aims to deliver healthy and quality food without the sacrifice of taste. Uh, they've been open since 2018 here in Nashville. I'm now. pretty sure they're fifth and broad, aren't they? I there is something in there with pokeballs with fish with broad. I don't know if they're the same pokey. I don't know. It, uh, who knows? Might be the hokey pokey. And Maybe sounds a little off. hokey to me. Yeah, a little pokey. A little hokey pokey. <laughs> All right. So Bay Four is going to have Tootsie Lose Tacos, and uh, this is a theme that we're going to be talking about today as well. A lot of the restaurants that are going into not only the the places at the Wash, but also into our, our next downtown food hall uh, are, are coming in from Texas, which I think is, is very interesting. Uh, it just shows you maybe the food scene down in Texas is, is doing fantastic. And, and uh, they're sharing some of that love with Nashville, but Tootsie Lou's tacos is hailing from Austin, Texas. They are a chef owned and operated taqueria focusing on in-house Nick's. I'm going to butcher this up. Uh, Nick's tamalized. Nick's tamalized. Does that, does that look right to you? Dude, I can't read right now. So Nick's tamalized tortillas <laughs> Nick's from tamales. scratch with their heirloom. Oxycon. Oxycon, Oxycon corn. Okay. This is the, these are all new things. Yeah. We're, this we're, reminds me of the, remember the bar in parks and rec that Tom wanted to go to and they all had their bachelor parties in one night and oh, yeah. he went to one where like the a shot was served to you through a flash and a flash bulb. Um, sometimes you had to breathe in shots or something. It was a lotion, like a bourbon lotion. Uh, this, it, that's how, that's what it reminds me of right okay, now. So th this method, Nixa, Mixa, whatever, uh, it's a, uh, 3,500 year old, like design of tacos or tortillas. And it's like all like artisan made all natural. Like it looks really interesting. Wow. Mature corn. I don't know what that classify as. Is it two-year-old <laughs> corn? Five-year-old corn? Don't know. That's very interesting. Uh, it, it sounds like it's going to be fantastic. So uh, that will be coming into the wash. Uh, in Bay Five is going to be uh, a restaurant called ESP or S Esp. 
ESP is the second concept from the team behind East Side Bon Me, which uh, we talked about when we mentioned the best gourmet sandwiches in Nashville. Uh, but uh, it, this is going to be which uh, the East Side Bon Me is a Vietnamese sandwich shop. Um, so this is a this is the second concept from this. It's going to be Vietnamese street food uh, in, in the wash, which is going to be really fantastic. Awesome. And Bay Six is Bay Six Bar, very original name. And this is going to be approachable, luxury, fast, casual draft cocktail bar described as clean, cool, and concise. That is going to be very interesting. Putting a cocktail bar in more, uh, kind of a to-go style. Hopefully, food hall. Hopefully the uh, the laws extended past two years so that people can actually take those cocktails to go. Yeah. So um, in Davidson County, uh, I believe the, the beer board has said, and I don't know about if, if it's the liquor and beer board, but uh, I, I think that is a permanent thing now in Nashville statewide. I don't know. Oh, wow. Uh, but that is, I believe, for beer. Uh, beer is to go forever now. That's that's cool. Yeah, which is really that's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, now let's make our way downtown. Making our way downtown, talking about food assembly food hall south. That's what we're going to talk about right now. Uh, it's opened. <laughs> uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah, it opened last week, and I, I was actually kind of surprised by uh, announcing it was opening, and I was like, oh, hey, it's here. It's open. That That's pretty much how it went because, uh, you know, it didn't follow the hype of – all of the the rest of fifth and broad right the uh, the rest of fifth and broad got a lot of push behind the opening of it and then they're like hey yo hey this is open now you should come here now it's open uh but assembly food hall south is open uh and, and bringing in 13 new restaurants to fifth and broad which is fantastic we have so, not been yet but we, we are excited I to think, go i think altogether now it's like 25 restaurants in fifth and broad now or it, something like that I, I bet it's more than that because if the 13 are coming in here you have the ones inside of north and oh, then the ones that are in the 30, main over 30 I, I bet it's yeah. over 30 yeah all right so let's talk about what is open in fifth and broad for assembly food hall south and this is something that you can go and visit today especially if you've not been to fifth and broad at all like your options are pretty much unlimited for what kind of food that you want except ice cream ice cream kind of seems to be the oh you have hattie uh jane's oh hattie jane's cream that's why that that was like the little hole that i was like man you can't just get ice cream there except okay hattie james will be good we'll talk about that here in a second uh okay so the first restaurant from the article uh in the tennessean is coco's cafe and dulce uh, and uh, this is coming from Coco's Italian Restaurant, which is opened in 1995. So uh, Coco's has several concepts uh, coming into Fifth and Broad. Uh, this the, the Cafe and Dulce is more of your desserts like cannolis, tiramisu, cheesecake. Then they also have Coco's Fresh Italian, and uh, this location will serve more of your, your lunch, uh, dinner, like pasta subs and, and paninis. Uh, so they, they've just pretty much kind of separated kitchens and they have two concepts with that, which I mean, probably makes smart. it more efficient Very for them. Smart. So, and especially cause, uh, 
the Italian restaurant Demos downtown closed. They did. So their Coco's may be taking over that market in downtown for Italian food. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, their cannolis are fantastic. I'm excited about having a chicken parmesan sh- sub in downtown Nashville. That would be very nice to I have. Really I, I, I totally agree. Okay, so here's that ice cream that I said was missing in uh, in Fifth and Broad. It's Hattie Jane's Creamery. Uh, they have been a Nashville staple for a, a while. Um, they have Columbia and Murfreesboro locations. Uh, and uh, Nashville will actually kind of be one of their first areas into entries into downtown Nashville. Uh, they this so here's kind of the description for them. They're a small batch creamery, creamery, and they have a full uh, menu of frosty takes on Southern classics from peach cobbler and banana pudding to Nashville's infamous goo goo cluster candy. And uh, you can find that at Fifth and Broad Assembly Food Hall South. All right, another restaurant coming from Dallas, Texas is Hero. Is that how you say it? I think Hor- Horo, Horo, Horo Sushi. sushi. Uh, this is coming in from Dallas, and I believe they're su- serving sushi. Yep, they're definitely serving sushi. I, I would, I would sure hope so. Um, so the original location in Dallas opened in September of 2019. Menu offers sushi rolls, uh, sashimi, bento meals, and more. Looks like we're about to get some Middle Eastern food inside of Fifth and Broad as well, and this is going to be like a Turkish. Kurdish combination in Assembly Food Hall South. Yeah, so this place is called Istanbul Shawarma, and uh, it's the team behind Little Kurdistan's Edessa Restaurant, so they're bringing bringing this Turkish and Kurdish food to Assembly Food Hall. The restaurant will serve up familiar favorites like Shawarma. It's delicious. I can't say it either, but it's delicious. (laughs) Food is one of those things I feel like I need a vocabulary lesson in food. I do every day because there are so many things and so many cultures that this comes from uh, baklava. I do know how to say that. I've heard that before. That's going to be offered uh, alongside new offerings like the uh, Tantuni, a street food similar to a Turkish taco. All right. And there's another burger place going into fifth and broad. You have Shake Shack and then you're going to have a Nashville favorite, the pharmacy burger. It's been a hot minute since I've been to pharmacy. And when I say hot minute, probably like five years for me, at least five years for me, maybe six or seven. Yeah. uh, It's probably been at least five years for me. Uh, But the pharmacy burgers in East Nashville original, they have great uh, burgers. They also have great uh, homemade sodas or pops, however you call that. Uh, but it's a great restaurant in East Nashville going into Fifth and Broad. So uh, one of the interesting things is the uh, pharmacy is bringing a second concept into Fifth and Broad South, uh, Assembly Food Hall South. It's called the Pharmacy Worst, W-U-R-S-T. Now, like the worst of the things that they do, uh, like Bratwurst. The original pharmacy burger grinds and smokes sausages in-house, and uh, its second location in Assembly Food Hall will focus on German-style sausages like bratwursts, bratwursts and currywursts. All right, if you're ever looking for a Philly cheesesteak in downtown Nashville, this may be the only opportunity for this. This is called the Philly Special, and this is another restaurant that started in Texas, I believe. Yep, started in Texas at Legacy Food Hall in Texas. Oh, wow. And... Uh, they're serving some good Philly cheesesteaks. So their standard sandwich is made with ribeye steak, caramelized onions, and American or Whiz cheese. And that's the proper way the, to eat yeah. Philly. I was going to say, I, I think the only other place close to downtown Nashville to get that is like where the Greyhounds line up, like at Charlie's. Yeah, yeah. It's like the only, but 
that's probably not going to be there for that much longer. Uh, there's another hot chicken restaurant going into Fifth and Broadway as well. And this is Prince's Hot Chicken, the OG of hot chicken here in Nashville. And this is in Assembly Food Hall South. Yes. Yeah, so uh, if you don't know, Prince's is the original hot chicken or the originator of hot chicken and the phenomenon that is sweeping the world, apparently. And uh, you can now get that in Fifth and Broad. Uh, Assembly Food Hall South. Okay, so uh, Saffron Indian Kitchen is another restaurant that's making its way into Assembly Food Hall South. Saffron Indian Restaurant, they're bringing uh, tandoori's, kebabs, cat. I I don't know how to say it. C-H-A-A-T. If you know how to say that, that'd be fantastic. Uh, uh, And more to, they originally opened in Franklin in 2017. And then if you're looking for dumplings, this is going to be the best place in downtown. This is Steam Boys. This is the one I think you and I have uh, been looking for, too, well, right? I didn't realize this. They have a location in Germantown, Hermitage, and Nolansville. Really? Wow. Uh, and they're opening in downtown. And they have, from their photos... Yeah, that's the one that you and I have been really looking yeah. forward to. I'm also looking forward to this one, the League, uh, Lee J. Leash. Leash. Waffle Company. So they're just serving Belgian waffles. Oh, man. That, that sounds delicious. Yeah, so that's going to be coming in. And also uh, another Texas restaurant, Velvet Taco. They are a Dallas fast uh, casual chain uh, serving off-the-wall tacos on handmade tortillas. Uh, they'll offer chicken and waffle tacos. That sounds great. Beer-battered cauliflower tacos. tacos and Nashville hot tofu tacos. I'm good with just regular Nashville hot chicken. <laughs> no, I'm good. If they could do hot chicken and waffle tacos, I think that would be great. That would be super interesting. Throw yeah. some mac and cheese on that. Yeah, too. I would mm-hmm. love that. All right. So that is a, a pretty significant update for the food scene in Nashville. Now let's talk about where Stuart and I have eaten locally. Obviously, it's not going to be any of these places because uh, we've not been to South yet, which uh, we will make that trip very soon. Um, but recently I went to, I think I'd mentioned this yesterday, uh, Jenny's ice cream. I went there, uh, pretty recently and, uh, I went on a Saturday there cause they're open late. That's why they made our list for, for places that uh, we recommend to, uh, to go late. But I went to Jenny's ice cream in East Nashville. Um, Oh, that's what I was going to do. Do you think Jenny's ice cream made me wear a mask or not? I'll always play this game for probably in the next few months or so. Yes. Okay. You think Jenny's Jenny's made me wear a mask? They did not. Oh, they did not. They, they had, they did not have a sign on their door or anything like that. But everybody else in there was wearing a mask. I don't know if they're tourists or locals. Employees had them on. Um, but uh, but no, they, they did not uh, make me wear a mask inside of Jenny's. Uh, I got the, it's, it's an ice cream called the Milkiest Chocolate. It's good. And it is fantastic. I, I was going to go with like a peach flavored ice cream that they had there. But I, I wanted to stick traditional a little bit since I had not had Jenny's in probably half a decade. So I wanted to, to try Jenny's again and get more uh, of a, maybe a staple flavor. And it was really good. Their, their, um, waffle cones are phenomenal. I really love those. And so I had a really good experience at, uh, at Jenny's ice cream in East Nashville. 
I went to one of our uh, top restaurants that we featured in 2020, and this is Honey Fire Barbecue. Oh, man. I've been West Nashville. Oh, man. so jealous. I've been dying and, to go there since I've seen their, their latest photos on Instagram. And, uh, I threw down, man. <laughs> I, I, I threw down. I got a half pound of burnt ends. So you need, I, I'm wondering, did you try any of the brisket? Uh, it's not, to, I'll have to look at their Instagram to see what they did no, I, recently. Uh, so I just, I got, you their, love those burnt ends. They only serve them on like Mondays and Tuesdays. Really? So I intentionally went to honey fire cause I know they were serving burnt ends. So I got a half pound of burnt ends. I got a cup of their Mac and cheese, some of their amazing little fry things that they do. And then, uh, Jordan Hyde, our friend of the podcast, he, was, he was there with me and he got us a dozen wings and we just threw down, man, had some good bar. So I'm going to show you this photo. This is what I've been craving. The baby back egg rolls. Oh, those things are fantastic. There. I've never had them. Dude, and they're amazing. Uh, they, they look so good. They're so, especially if they're a habanero honey, oh, uh, hot man. sauce that they have. Oh man, it's good. Man, yeah, those just those look so good. So I was like, "Oh, can you have the?" I was like hoping that you had them. I've had them there. before, okay, uh, but I haven't had them recently. But I threw down, man. I got some <laughs> those burnt ends. Mm, they hit the spot. All right, let's head over to Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day. For Explorers Nashville tip of the day, it's a great day to head to downtown Nashville and experience all of this amazing food that we just talked about at Assembly Food Hall South. I mean, if you've not been to Fifth and Broad, it is a great place to go. Uh, don't let anybody tell you different. It's, it, I mean, unless you just don't like people in general, uh, but you can still, it, you can by yourself, you can have a great experience wandering around, finding out what food you want to have, eat something there, grab something else to take it home. Uh, and, and and experience all of the different restaurants inside of there. Most of them local to Nashville, so uh, you'll be supporting a lot of local businesses inside of there. Also, n- nothing wrong with throwing down some Shake Shack while you're there. That's, That's true. the truth. That's very true. Uh, uh, you can also get some photos <laughs> of the murals there. So yeah, maybe go tons with a friend. Of, yeah. This is a great place to grab lunch with a friend. Coffee even Coffee. at Elixir. Uh, yeah, there's so much to do at fifth and broad. Yeah. And, and the, the museum that is there, you can visit that. If it's, if it's super rainy, you don't want to be outside. Uh, the museum is there. Um, and you can, there's just so much to do there. Uh, so if you've never been, this would be a great opportunity. Even if you haven't been, it'd be a great opportunity to check out assembly food hall South. That is explores Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily get 10% off their next online order or in-person visit. You can find them inside Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. All right. So uh, talking about downtown Nashville, uh, downtown Nashville has been busy this year. How busy has it been? Well, we'll talk about that here in a second. Um, it, like I said earlier in the episode, it was a bit of a shock for us to see that some organizations who are really involved with tourism here in Tennessee uh, think that Nashville is going to beat the 2019 numbers for tourists uh, coming here in Nashville. So uh, we'll give our thoughts about whether we think Nashville will hit that number or not. Uh, but before we do that, we kind of have to, to look back at what 2019 had for Nashville. So 2019 had 16 or around 16.1 million visitors into Nashville. Now, 
let's let's talk about the events that brought those 16.1 million people into Nashville. And, and we, I think we have to start. I think this is a very important one that, that we've missed here. And I, I read about this in this Fox 17 article that we're referring to for some of these stats. New Year's Eve from 2019 ro- or 2018 rolling over into 2019 um, could bring in 200,000 people. And then New Year's Eve from 2019 to 2020 could bring in 200,000 people. Uh, so uh, so there's a lot was, of potential think, with that. I think it was actually more for 2019 to 2020. I think it was close to 300,000. Jeez. Uh, so, so you've got almost half a half a million people right there yep. it, just in those two events on the tail end of the year. Uh, so you have the NFL draft, which brought in 625,000 people <laughs> for a five-day event, which was insane. You have CMA Fest that happened. Uh, you have Bonnaroo. Both of those estimated to bring into Middle Tennessee. I think it was uh, close to 300,000. Wow. Uh, then you also have the one of the largest 4th of July celebrations in the country. Yep. And it, I believe the numbers were estimated around 275,000 people for 4th of July. And that's including locals as well. Right. Uh, and then you had all of the huge events at Bridgestone Arena. You had the Predators go into the playoffs. A lot of festivals had, like the Tomato Fest in East Nashville. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Cherry the Americana Festival. Fest. You have the the Nashville marathon that happened like the parade. You you had so much happening in 2019. It was the busiest year in Nashville has ever seen. Yeah. And it's down. So when we look at 2021, uh, what do we think that holds for Nashville? Um, I I think there are several things to, to keep in mind. Uh, One for 2021, we are not having, uh, we did not have a new year celebration. Uh, we are having a 4th of July celebration. CMA Fest would have been this week. week, CMA Fest would have been just right around the corner and that would have brought in a lot of people and a lot of money. Um, so we're, we're in, we're having limited festivals for the rest of the year, but we do have the grand prix. We do have the grand prix, which is going to be Nashville's biggest event, maybe 4th of July. and, And that may compete a little bit. I think there's going to be some big things in the fall. Uh, there's a concert happening up in Sumner County. It's going to be the largest concert in Middle Tennessee since before the pandemic. That's happening in wow. June. Uh, so th- I know that doesn't count into Nashville <laughs> numbers, but like there's yeah. big events. I think there's go- we're going to see some really big announcements for the fall uh, that are going to maybe increase our numbers a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the NASCAR race, for example, over in Wilson County. Yeah. Uh, I believe. If I saw it correctly, it sold out in like 25 minutes, 20 minutes. It probably probably did. Um, and so there's a lot of people coming into Nashville because racing, when you when you're huge fans of racing, you go for like an entire week and you camp and you hang out. <laughs> Tailgate, uh, I'll do all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you I, I think we're going to see a lot of people visiting Nashville. My number, my guess right now is going to be around 7.9 million people. Okay. So, and and then you also have, I I think New Year's will be pretty big for Nashville going into 2022. Uh, The parade usually is more local traffic, so you don't get too many numbers uh, off of that, but still probably a significant thing that hopefully will still happen in downtown Nashville for this year. Um, and yeah, anything else there, I'm expecting maybe one more large event for downtown Nashville that we, maybe we don't know of, uh, or maybe CMA. My only 
thing that I think will happen is instead of a CMA fest, CMA and visit music city will come together. This is my guess in order to create something small for the fall. It's not going to be a big, it's not going to be any record breaking thing, but it's going to be some kind of small thing to make up for not having CMA fest. So that's that's kind of what I'm thinking will uh, be left for the fall. Americana Fest is happening. They, the fall they have confirmed it's happening. They they will be. Um, but if you think about it, we're also missing out on hundreds of large conventions coming into Nashville at Opryland at the Music City Center. Uh, so th- those are taking that's taking away probably millions of people throughout the year. Uh, so to, to reach 16.1 million or greater for 2021, uh, I think something wild would have to happen in my opinion for that to be the case. Uh, now we may be underestimating the amount of car traffic coming into Nashville for people who are said, screw the planes we're road tripping in and we didn't do a conference to Nashville. So the whole family, let's get in the car and let's go to Nashville as a family. Uh, so, so there could be um, a lot of those cases that could bring the numbers up even more than, than we are thinking for 2021. Well, there's actually been reports recently, uh, and we're going to talk about this some other time, but I'll just talk about it now. There's been reports Nashville is experiencing the highest congestion in the country right now for car traffic. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, not that I'm, not that we don't see it out on the road, but you know, to think that that we're one of the highest out there right now in, yeah, in, the, in I, the country. I, I think that came from some type of nonprofit organization. I know we, we mentioned, I think it was like three or four weeks ago, like we were like ranked fourth, but the amount of cars moving through Nashville right now, it's been ranked number one. Yeah. And, you know, semi truck traffic increasing uh, as as uh, supplies and demands increase throughout the southeast uh, and throughout the United States definitely does not help Nashville congestion. Uh, with semi-truck traffic, so that probably has a, a big kind of a contributor to that. Okay, so you said seven point nine, seven point million, seven point nine to eight point four million. Okay, so you've got a you've got a little bit of plus or minus there. I am going to. This is a very hard number to predict. Um, I will say I'll go on the a little bit of the higher side. Um, I will say probably around 10 million plus or minus. Okay. Plus or minus a few hundred thousand. Uh, so 10 million mines, I'll just say 8 million just around it. Okay. Around Um, eight plus or minus a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is the airport's already breaking records again. Uh, so the most people flew out of the airport, I think it was last Sunday, uh, since almost like October of 2019. Really? I, I believe I saw that number somewhere. Uh, or it was like 44,000 people flew out of PN. Oh, good Lord. So, like, wow. The, the numbers are coming back. And what was it in 2019? It was like 63,000 or something. Yeah, it was like 30, 31 in, 30. It was somewhere in the 30s for in yeah. and out. I can't remember exactly the numbers. So, it's the airport traffic is coming full. Wow, state. that's wild. And because I, I live so close to the airport, the airport like demand, like the flights are very more consistent than they were. Well, speaking of, of airports, you, you were talking about this with me uh yesterday spirit airlines they're not coming to their headquarters they're not moving to franklin anymore yeah so they're they completely just yep we're done <laughs> probably because they lost so much money in 2020 yeah and uh they're just like yeah we're not relocating 350 jobs which this may be it's one of the first situations in williamson county where a company completely just backed away from the deal yeah that's a very rare thing here so yeah. very interesting but 
I, I guarantee you there's going to be at least 10 companies from California <laughs> that's going to make up that yep. 350 jobs in Williamson County. Yep. Uh, if you're a company in California, just uh, come on over. Just come on over. There's apparently a very we large, have, empty uh, building in Franklin for we you. We have no income tax. <laughs> Beautiful thing. All right. Uh, if you have a, a thought on the number of people coming into Nashville, or you just want to throw your name in the hat for predicting a, a number uh, just for bragging rights, uh, text us. We would love to hear your all's numbers. Text us at 615-392-1358. If we get a bunch of numbers in, I'd love to, to read them on air and, and see what everybody thinks. So text us 615-392-1358. All right. Our local artist of the day is Warren Garrett. We're going to be playing his song, first time you can find a spotify link in the show notes as well as his website you can listen to all of the artists who have been featured here on nashville daily by going to nashvilledailypodcast.com also if you want to see that playlist spotify nashville daily artist of the day a little bit about warren he's been in nashville for about five years on and off uh so just, just go ahead and make that commitment let's let's stay in nashville uh and uh, one of his favorite restaurants is daddy's dog's after he said after a whiskey or two, maybe it's from that, uh, Tennessee, that, that, uh, bar that we talked about yesterday, which is very close to there in Centennial. Possibly the Sweetwater. Yeah. Sweetwater. Uh, Sweetwater. Maybe, uh, it's, it's in, it's in the nation's the restaurant. It's a great hot dog place. I think, uh, is there a, there's a hot dog place, I believe in Centennial kind of close to that spring water. Okay. So it's Corey's dog house. Oh, Corey's dog house. Yeah. yeah. It's a great place. They have like 40 different selections of hot dogs. Yeah. I was very overwhelmed when I went there. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, daddy's dog is fantastic. They're, they're an incredible community. Uh, partner, they they partner with. The, they have a concert series out there. Uh, at least they they have in the past. It's a it's a great place to be. All right, so here is Warren Garrett and his song, First Time.
is Warren Garrett, and that's his song, First Time. Tomorrow, we're talking about some swimming holes near Nashville, Tennessee. Ooh, man, being outside, that is much needed and, in Nashville right and now. swimming sounds great. <laughs> it does. So stay tuned for tomorrow's episode, Top Swimming Holes Near Nashville, coming your way. See you then. Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.